Hello and welcome to the Sprocket Podcast where we simplify the good life. My name is Brock Dennis and that's a bottle of ginger ale. I didn't do it right. Oh, ginger brew. Uh, and I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. You know, I'm just a little nervous about that laptop <laughs> sitting next to the bottle. We're the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best of what the Pacific Northwest rain has to offer. Yes, covering bicycling, trains, transit, adventures, and life acts. The rain I, covers all of that. <laughs> yes, and not spilling on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and today, multimodal family travel. In cities and whatnot. Yes. Uh, we're here with Megan from Bike About. How's it going? Very good. Thank you. Good. Uh, thank you for coming in. We have to apologize because we had a snafu about the location <laughs> of the recording and we made you be outside in the wet for longer than you should have. So. No, no. It's a Swedish mantra. There's no such thing as bad weather, only black, bad clothing. That is wow. true. Yeah. And I, got to true. S- and I got to see 7th, which I've never ridden down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. How was 7th for you? Is 7th Avenue here in Northeast Portland? Yep. No, it was uh, nice and calm, like typical Greenway. Uh-huh. Um, Did you experience any irate motorists? No, not okay. at all. Yeah. Because that's what I experience every time I ride up 7th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're just getting it at the wrong times, I guess. Yeah, and I guess the experience is relative because um, motorists and or people who drive, we like to call them in transportation advocacy because um, they're people too. Because they're people. They're yes. all, everybody's people um, in Boston are a lot different yes. in terms of the spectrum. So. Uh, quite yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome to Portland. And yeah. And you, uh, you've been all over, but you are closer to Portland now than you've ever been, which is here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been here before. Yeah, no. Um, my first time to Portland was 2013 for a conference when I was back a like a, a greenie, a sustainability consultant, um, and I fell in love with the city. Um, Mostly because Tasty and Sons, there was a really long <laughs> wait for the brunch, and this couple coerced me into line with them. There we go. And then ended up paying for my brunch. What? You can't, yeah. wow. <laughs> you can't yeah. argue with a free brunch. Yeah, yeah, no. So I was uh, like already in love. And then we took another trip here with my husband, who is the beer nerd in the family. Um, and we toured the city using Hop in the Saddle. And, oh, yeah. And it was, um, it changed my entire view of what um, sightseeing cities by bike are supposed yeah. to feel like. That's great. Yeah. We had those folks from Hop in the yes. Saddle. Lucy Birmingham and Ellie. Who is the, and Ellie. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Ellie Talheimer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, we talked about that right when the book came out. Uh, I'm a big fan of what they put together with that. So, so yeah. that was inspiring, and here you are. Yes, yeah. Very the, good. Those ladies uh, paved the way. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about Bike About in just yeah. a minute. So thank you for coming in today. Thank you for being in the rain. Yeah. And thank you for coming inside. Yeah. No, I, lo- I love biking anywhere. So. Oh, good. Yeah, snafus are good for me. Well, yeah. I suppose they're probably good for most people, but, they, but it never feels good at the time. It's yeah. never, you, never, you never like your medicine, I guess. I don't. Aaron, how are you? How's your medicine? Um, this particular medicine is all right. I'm drinking the Portland Ginger Brew, which was procured from the Beer Mongers. That's right. Southeast Division and 12th. Yeah. And, uh, who makes, uh, pray tell the Portland Ah, Ginger Brew? That would be the good people at Lionheart. Lionheart. Yes. Yes. They do a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I got wet today. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> this is the day for it. And it kind of you threatened know, all day. Yeah, it was it was just dry enough to let your guard down. It was saving it up for our commute over to here. Yeah, like yesterday was nice. Had a yes. good ride in. Yeah, where'd you go? 
Uh, I also went to the beer mongers. Oh, actually, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday, nice. I should have. I should have picked up our drinks for today, but uh, I'm not worried. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't occur to me. I was getting birthday presents. Oh, nice. Um, speaking for of, who? <laughs> my housemates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but today is the Equinox. Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. And and it's my Monday. girlfriend's mom's <laughs> birthday. And <laughs> and my girlfriend Anna's birthday. Oh, yeah. happy birthday, Anna. Happy birthday, Anna. You deserve it. Yes. And by that, I mean another and year. So I didn't intentionally give her this present, but my present to her, one of my presents to her today is to uh, admit that she was right. Oh, about what? <laughs> about jeggings. Jeggings. These <laughs> yes. are leggings that look like jeans. Yes. What, uh, controversial. How was she right about this? They are very comfortable. Okay. Oh, and you didn't yeah. think so. Well, I'm opposed. Philosophically, I'm opposed to jeggings. You know they're comfortable. <laughs> I mean, I've, I wear jeans and I wear leggings, but uh, the two should not cross. You don't, you, know? you don't wear fake jeans is what you're saying. I didn't. Until... Today, yeah. Are you <laughs> wearing them now? Yeah. Wait. So wait, I, wait, wait. Well, I bought looking under the table. <laughs> I bought what I thought was a pair of jeans. Wait, th- those are jeggings. I think technically they're jeggings. They got pockets on them, right? Nope. No. Well, they got back pockets. The yeah, front pockets are. That's what I'm talking wait, about. I saw the totally back pockets. Decorative. Do they have a zipper? They do have a zipper. Okay. Wait. Those yes, are pants. They have zippers. <laughs> yeah. And a button. Uh huh. Okay. That's everything that makes up pants. Oh, they're just shoot. they're just jeans with a lot of spandex. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess I have to give Anna another birthday present. No. Okay. <laughs> but if those are controversial to you, I just saw a trend for they're like mom jeans with clear mm. knees. Like Ooh. they have clear like knees? plastic knees. Why like, would you want that? I don't know. <laughs> The I'm, weirdest thing I've ever seen. Plastic is like, <laughs> is like the one piece of clothing you would not want at all. No, it's like cotton pants with clear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand. It's just around the knees. Is it, like, I don't know. is it like the look of a torn, torn jeans? No, but it's still a you completely get... perfectly rectangular oh cutout. See, I gotta see a picture of this. I <laughs> am very confused by this. <laughs> this is hilarious. Are they for moms or are they for anybody? I think they're for women. Okay. And it looks like the most unattractive. I'm sorry, but unattractive. You can say it. <laughs> I believe you. I don't get it. Um. I don't get it either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I remember, I mean, just... just <laughs> can you imagine, like, being down, uh, like, on your knees, like, doing something with those, with this piece of plastic between right. you and the floor Like or a whatever. tent window on your on your knees. <laughs> right, right. And then you get up and it's, like, stuck, stuck to, to your... Yeah, and then you have to unstick it. And then, unless, is the idea it's just going to be, like, molded to... So then you're going to get, like, crazy, like, blocked pores on your knees from having all this plastic wrapped around them. Or, or... It's like a cheap way to wax just your kneecap. I was thinking of this. It's like it's just gonna peel <laughs> the girls are going to start waxing just their knees. <laughs> so tell me, are, do the jeggings hold up to a bike ride? Yes. Okay. Yes. Very, All right. Very much. So we have to, to count you to, among. To wit. Yes. I was in my bus before I realized there were no front pockets. The bus that you drive for work? Yes. Uh-huh. I was in my bus after getting to work, like just, you know, starting off my day. Right. And thinking, you know, the next 
hundred mile ride I do. Because remember when we did that one uh, with everybody together, yeah. and like you know, people were kind of making fun of me for wearing jeans on this ride. Is this the Nathan Jones ride? No, no, no. This was way, 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 way back then. Way back with our friends Trent and David. Oh, and right. Up into Washington. That's yes, right. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was mm-hmm. like the Clark County circuit or yeah, something. Yeah, um, That was painful that day. <laughs> it was warm. Yeah. <laughs> it was. But I wore jeans. And you were and, in like, jeans. People were like, you're not going to do 100 miles in that. Uh-huh. And this wasn't, did, this wasn't like fancy jeans, right? This wasn't like uh, no. the new, like, because uh, some of them are like, what, 70% cotton, and then you got some spandex in there and some lycra, whatnot, sure, to give it some sure. flex and stretch. I mean, they like were mine just do. whatever I got from right Goodwill. Yeah. You know, like I always get. You had 100%. You had 501s. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Sure. No, no spandex. No. Oh, that's a that's a night. Wow. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. It's, it's what I always wear. I just like you know we'll pick a je- pair of jeans out of out of Goodwill and that's yeah that's yeah, my yeah pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like what I'm wearing now. Right. A pair of jeans I got from the Goodwill. Congratulations. Uh, I'm wearing them too. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I found my pair of jeans, but they're the new stretchy kind. Ah. I found well, them these at are really. So I was sitting in my bus and I was thinking like my next 100 mile ride or perhaps. My next 500 lap um, relay oh, sure. ride. Say that you're going to ride in these, circles for a while. Yes, these might be my pants to do these. Okay, in. that's nice. how comfortable and how well they held up. So, uh, at which point do you biking. become like a, a racing lycra performance cyclist? Then, well, I'm at this point. I'm reluctant to say never. Uh huh. Because you you're know, wearing I, the stretchy pants. Because, well, okay, yes. And I said, like, you know, jeggings are right out. Right. And yet here I am admitting that. They are pretty comfortable. Okay, so uh, Prime so. Flores sellout is happening in about 5.25 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guess. <laughs> That's when you see him wearing like a pink T-shirt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, with the, with the what is it, a full zipper in the pockets? In the uh, yes, yes, a jersey, a pink yes. jersey. Oh, I was That's wondering what, uh, what you were talking about. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, we, we tend to wear normal clothes when we go bicycling. Yeah. And it, usually it's more out of... I, I, I like to think that it's out of, like, good reasons, but I, there's a little bit of spite in there for me. I, I mean, think. I love the back pockets. I do love back pockets. Hence my Surly jersey. Yeah. Which I already went through one. Right. And, and someone was kind enough to get me another. Yeah, you know where I like back pockets? In, the, in my jeans. Oh, I was going to say behind you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, behind me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm glad you found something that works for you. I guess. And this yeah. is the this is the, the hard part of, of being open and being tr- willing to change and trying to be a better person is I'm not going to make fun of people. Right. Even when it's easy to. <laughs> even when they're sitting right across from That's you. That's <laughs> right. No, I, I'm glad you found something that works for you. I mean, if, if you like it, I'm, I'm totally into that. I mean... You can make fun of me. That's fine. I, no, I can take it. I refuse. Okay, I refuse. I'll wait till our company's gone. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yes, not in front of company. Just kidding. Not in front of company. Just kidding. <laughs> so my husband has some black jeggings that he found. We were in Martha's Vineyard, and there was just like a bathroom with um, some random clothes that former guests, Airbnb guests, had left. And he's like, hmm, "What are these? Size two women's jeans?" And he put them on. They fit him perfectly. Wow. He's, yeah. He's yeah. Like 120 pounds, 5'2". Loves them and gets nice. made of made fun of all the time. But they're the most comfortable thing he loves to ride in, yeah. But why wouldn't you wear anything else at that point? Like, if you find something that works for you. It's hard for him to find clothes that fit him. Yeah. Like, um, I tend yeah. to shop from the other side of yeah. the aisle. He, like, yeah. he goes to the, the um, boy section, but everything is so husky and, like... Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. needs, like, the Japanese cut. Something trim. Yeah. 
Yeah. Something, uh, yeah. yeah. Shapely. Right. Uh, yeah. I, um, I, I bought some women's pants at Next Adventure the other day. Really? Uh, when it was, How'd that work out for Actually, you? it was like last fall, I think, or, or okay. January or something. Uh, I've worn them a few times. They're very comfortable. Yeah. Um, they've got kind of a corduroy print thing going on. Uh, I'm trying to remember the brand name, and I forget. What inspired you? Uh, I was looking for pants. I liked pants, and I was like, you know, I, well, t- to be honest, what inspired me was Macklemore, because uh, <laughs> after his hit single, Thrift Shop, he uh, he gave an interview in which he said, well, you got to look at the entire thrift shop. you got to make sure you look at all, every, you know, all the clothing. You're a man, don't just shop in the man's section. You're a, a woman, don't just shop in the woman's section. You, know, you look look everywhere. See what works for hmm. you. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the fit is not as great as it could be, I think. Yeah. And they don't have any belt loops. It's got like a drawstring. So hmm. I might install belt loops at some point. <laughs> install belt loops. Yes. <laughs> I might. It's not like software you can just download. <laughs> well, no, no. It'd be a physical installation. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's much more like RAM. Ah, right? Right, right. Yes. Belt loops are Hardware. like RAM. Yeah. Yes. Is the back cut lower? Like, so you moon a lot of people? Maybe. On your bike? Okay. Maybe. I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> uh, I think they might be high waisted though too. Oh, I think they yeah. are. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm also just for everybody out there. I'm a size 36, and I think it's hard That's to find. That's not a woman's size. Well, it's hard to find <laughs> <laughs> people matching those descriptions shopping the women's department generally. Right. Uh, so it's uh, it's interesting to me uh, that, that they were there, uh, but they were nice. I like them, and I need to find a way to make them work with a belt, or I could start wearing suspenders. I mean, you could just never put... been a suspenders guy. <laughs> I like suspenders. You I do. Think. I think they're great. Do you like suspenders and a belt? No, 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 no. no. Okay. <laughs> what if you attach the suspenders to the to belt? the belt? Yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen those. I think I think it takes a very special person to pull that off. How special am I? <laughs> well, you're special to me. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but I don't think you could pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> I took a bike ride yesterday. Adele and I. Took advantage of the of the sun when it was out, and yes. we went out to Gresham, and we went up Gresham Butte. That thing oh, is yeah. huge and steep. And I tall. didn't think I didn't know it existed. Yeah, it's right below the Springwater Corridor Trail. Like if you go to the Gresham City Park, uh-huh. and you end up out there, uh, there's like a cemetery there, uh, right just to the west of the park, and there's a road that goes up to the top of the Butte, and it's a dead end road. But if you go all the way up, it's a steep, steep climb, and you can see everything. Is it kind of like where, for the longest time, it, the pavement ended and then it became... Nope, nope it's you know, before that. It's even closer in. It's oh, right by okay. downtown Gresham. Oh, you okay. wouldn't even know it was there, even though like it's right in front of you. Huh. you know. But it's one of those hills you can ignore until you try to climb it. And <laughs> How long a ride is that? From here? Yeah. I want to say Gresham's like eight miles out. Oh, not bad. Okay. And then the equivalent of eight miles to climb a thousand feet. Right. Uh, it, it's a it's it's a brutal climb. Yeah. Wow. There was a lady who was out gardening as we were going up past her, and she couldn't quite comprehend <laughs> she, like, who, like who who are these people? Why are you doing yeah. this? She to stopped yourselves. pitchforking whatever she was you know <laughs> pitchforking and looked at us and said, "Oh," and then we kept on going. <laughs> so yeah, up at the top there's an empty lot, so there's no actual like public property with a view uh, that you can stand on. And I would never advocate going onto private property. That would be wrong. No. But there is a lot. As yet unbuilt upon, with a great view of everything. So I'm sure nobody owns that yet. I'm pretty sure no one does. Yeah. So we went there. We also went to Clatsop Butte, which is a little closer towards downtown, uh, pretty close to Foster Road. Another brutal steep climb, but beautiful park at the top. 
and then Scouters Mountain, which is down by Happy Valley. And there used to be a Boy Scout Lodge on top, and now it's a public park. So, and so wow. now they call it Scouters. Scouters Mountain. Mountain. Yeah, there's still a Boy Scout camp down in the valley below it. Ah. Yeah, but uh, we climbed three buttes, and it was fun. It was about forty to fifty miles by the time we were all done, and it was a good ride. So, if anyone's interested, maybe I'll post the, the routes or something. Oh yeah, but it, it was fun. Did you Strava the thing? I did. Yeah, if only to find out how many calories I burned. Right, right. So I could find out how much beer I could drink. Oh, is that why people use Strava? That's why I use it. Yeah. <laughs> Other people like to uh, measure distances, so I yeah. think you know it's like. I don't know. I'm not really in competition with anybody except myself mm-hmm. and my waistline. So, right. Did you get your personal best on this ride? I have gotten medals before. I'm not sure if I did the other day or not. I forgot to check. I mean... That's cause... who I am. I forget to check for medals. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to me, it seemed obvious because it was the first time you did this ride. So, of course, right. it's your personal best on right. this ride. Yes. Yeah. I, well, but I have been to Scouters Mountain before. Oh. And I have been to Clatsop Butte before, but in a uh, different order. Hmm. So, yeah, it was good. I recommend it. But the the moral of the story is go outside while the sun is out because today the sun is gone. It may never return. Never again. <laughs> never. So, yeah, go out while the sun is there. Take your chance. Last Wednesday was fantastic here. Yeah. Yeah, I just happened to be in town, and it was like uh, every the streets just billowed people. Um, it was so beautiful to see. The swelling masses. Yeah. Going yeah. out, yeah. applying suntan lotion. yeah Yeah. sunblock very good yeah well we want to talk to you about bike about yeah bike about is about biking in in cities yeah cities you've been to or cities you haven't but uh, do you want to first of all tell us what exactly is bike about yeah the easiest way to describe it i find is travelocity or lonely planet for city biking okay so you're going it's not really even about the bike um i love biking but it's just a means to an end of a good experience so um, you're going to a city, you want to know where all the good breweries that like what we're drinking, um, wines, coffee, food, good places to go outside and just like park on a, a go in a park and have a picnic, um, art, whatever you're into. Um, and is there then, a good bench around here? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, or a good tree to lay under, um, public art. Yeah, just a way to, to be more connected with the city in a more meaningful way and have a good experience. So so Bike About is bike-friendly hotels, um, routes curated by locals that are really um, just excited about their city, and um, how to get to the city with or without your bike, uh, whether you want to fly, take the bus, take the train, um, and and bike rentals, tours, like everything that, that trap. Travelocity or TripAdvisor offers, except under the bike lens. Um, and it's designed for the other 70% of people that, well, as we learned today, and I was at a conference, the other 99% of people that aren't biking now. Um, We're up to 99, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's like 1% nationally um, okay. are like the, the biking population. So it's like all the people that um, maybe are bike curious but are scared to get on a bike um, and they just need a friend to to hold their hand and take them to like the local chocolate shop or the farmer's market or I don't know, whatever they're excited about. So And Bike About is that friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, Bike About is the, is the um, I guess, the, the gateway drug. There that's, you go. That's my that's my mantra. <laughs> um, gateway drugs for the bike curious. We're gonna get you in. 
We're going to show you a good time. Yeah. You can come back. And you're going to get hooked. And the first hit is yeah. free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. No, it's um, it's a it's a national website. We have 25 travel guides now that anybody, um, it's mo- most the most bikeable cities. Um, there's a few obvious omit omits right now um, that I haven't had time to get to, like San Francisco. Um, but yeah, if you're going to a city and you want to check out how to experience that city as if you lived there. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think a lot of people love is they maybe bike in their own city or for some reason when you're in a new city, a lot of people that never bike in their own city sign up for bike tours because they think that's just a fun thing to do. Um, sure. But they would never bike in their own city. So, um, <laughs> But it's great because they go on a bike tour in this new city. They're like, oh, I bet I could try and figure out how to do that in my where I live. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of the, the mission. How long have you been doing this? Since January 2014. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's, so it's uh, been three coming years. up on three years. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it is a lot of work as a party of one. I wish I could clone myself four times over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's incredibly fun and rewarding and it's what I would be doing. I kind of designed a career that of what I would do anyway. It's just nice to, uh, make money doing it. So. That, that is great. Yeah. It's really fortunate when you're able to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see that Schwarzenegger movie, The uh, Sixth Day? <clears throat> Where no. he clones himself a bunch of times. Oh no! Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't great. <laughs> but I was just going to say, you probably shouldn't clone yourself because it usually tends to work out badly. Also, what is it? Multiplicity. <laughs> yeah, that's say. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is or that it, Michael? Keaton? Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. In his Batman best and worst at role. His best. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that movie. Yeah, um, uh, but no, you've got you've got your plate full because, like you said, twenty five cities. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And uh, still working on San Francisco. Yeah. But uh, what was the first one you came up with? So Portland was the inspirational city. Um, it was Hop in the Saddle. Okay. Um, the book. I I am the logistics brain in the family. I like figure out where we're going, what are our routes. Um, and so for the first time I opened this book up and I was able to turn off my brain. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it just changed everything. And so Portland and then the other six pilot cities were Chicago, Minneapolis, uh, Boston, of course, because I lived there. And um, I'm missing so many. Oh, Seattle, Vancouver, and Charleston. Nice. Charleston. Yeah. South Carolina. The Carolinas, yeah. I consider Charleston to be second to Portland in terms of food density. Ooh, ooh really? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, And then closely followed by Madison, my birth city. What do you eat in Charleston? Um, just like good home cooked food. They seem to be, have a plentiful amount like soul food. Uh Um, and, but it's, but it's all fresh, freshly prepared and, um, lots of good outdoor spots and, um, just like the level of chefery, if that's a word, (laughs) it's just, (laughs) it's just fantastic. Um, blows me away. It's a, you know, relatively small city that's kicking ass. So yeah. And what do you eat in Madison? Madison is, um, I wish I could eat them. I'm unfortunately as a, as a Wisconsinite, I'm yeah. As a Wisconsinite, I'm allergic to, um, it's the worst thing ever is, uh, being allergic to gluten being from Wisconsin. Cause not only do I not to get to honor my beer culture, but, um, but yeah, fried cheese curds Ooh. are like yeah the thing yeah. and, um, fried fish fry on Friday nights is like a religion. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so it's, there's a lot of good fried food um, places. The The Supper Club is from the Midwest. Um, the idea of the Supper Club, cheap cocktails, dancing after dinner. Um, 
that's 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 still around. The first nice. time I heard of a supper club, well, I was traveling through northern Michigan, and I thought it was just like their odd way of calling a restaurant a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I guess Northern Michigan, they all have their weird ways of doing things. Sure, they'll call it a supper club. I found out it was like its own it's thing. And bigger it's bigger than, yeah, it's bigger than a it's restaurant. It's quite ritzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's um, Mad Men kind of alludes to it a little bit, but East Coast uh, supper clubs, I don't know, whatever they called, were a little different back in that day. But yeah, it was always like drinks, dinner, dancing, yeah. uh, polka band. Very formal. Yeah. Yes, polka. Yeah. Yes. Formal polka. Yeah. 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 And that's when, uh, yeah, both men and women knew how to dance with there each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. As, uh, not the case anymore. Unfortunately not. Yeah. So it goes. Come on, guys. Yeah. Get in line. So- <laughs> or our ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know how to twist, I think. But that's about it. Yeah. And I can't twist with anybody else. I don't, I don't dance you anymore don't. since the accident. Okay. Is this the one you don't speak of? Yep. Okay. Oh no. Uh, so <laughs> there's a um, a great gorge because um, I live in Hood River now. There's a great gorge dance club, um, and the men took me for a whirl uh, the last time I went to their little. It was at Double Mountain. They had a live uh, country band and the brewery in Hood River, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Double Mountain hosted a. Um, an awesome, what were they called? Oh, they were called um, Slide Swinging Doors. Okay. Um, same as KEXP's uh, Country Music Hour. And uh, um, it was a fantastic band, but they had a good dance Nice uh, thing going. And they uh, men are so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to find that. Find the guys who still know how to who still lead. Have it. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And they're all like 70 at this point, right? No, no, no. Not they all were of them. no, they were like forty. That's good. Um, 40, 50. That's good. Average age. Yeah. yeah. That takes people to get longer to get into it now. I think. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like when you're in your mid thirties, you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta learn how to lead. <laughs> yeah, or when you learn, when you get married, right? It's usually when guys like take dance lessons. Or I something. learned how to lead in order to to woo my wife, and then uh, somewhat duplicitously, I I stopped dancing after that. Yeah, but we've worked it out. We still have a good time. We go riding bikes together. It works out pretty well, I think, all things told. I should ask her if she wants me to dance someday. <laughs> Just be ready for that answer. I know. I don't want to hear it. But, uh, yeah. You don't have to dance to be a good spouse. I'm glad. Spouse. I, I hope not. Yeah. Because I, I'm trying real hard right now, and I can't dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My husband's kind of mortally opposed to it. Ah. Yeah. On principle. But, no, you no. just just it's not his thing yeah he's the musician yeah right and right. i'm i yeah no quick karaoke is like big x for me oh yeah so okay. like i can get out and dance all day but right he can get out and sing and play guitar so you should go to the karaoke bar and dance oh, when he sings. Gosh. yeah no that's good <laughs> and that's he good. should go to the the dance and sing while you dance <laughs> exactly and i think yeah I think he's somehow yes well. things will work out well so for right, bike about you got uh, you got all these city these travel guides you've also got some ambassadors who are contributing because you can't yep. possibly update and keep updated all these guides mm, yourself right no yeah so i i actually do all the guides but okay. the, but i work with locals that are are really excited about um like i said art or music or um food and they just design a route of their fate it's like their perfect day okay. in their in their city that, yeah that's what i that's what i publish is their perfect day by bike and so um and so yeah they're in every city some cities are harder to find the ambassadors than others um 
For example, Minneapolis has probably one of the most engaged bike communities I have ever I've ever seen. Um, and so they just come out of the woodwork asking me to curate routes and I have to be a little bit, um, a little bit more strict with who, (laughs) with who curates. Um, whereas, um, cities like Chicago for some reason, awesome city, but it's just hard to find people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know, but, but yeah, the ambassadors are, they're like, both contribute to the website, but they've also become friends. So like now that I go to all these cities, I get to, to see them in person. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's good to have like, again, someone's perspective. This yeah. This reminds me because we just talked about, uh, just in the last episode with Ride with GPS about ambassadors. Oh, yeah. Oh, is Kevin person, here? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yay. Kevin and Zach. Yay. They were hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, we were talking about how like it's good to have someone's opinion on like, if you're not from somewhere, you, you know that someone has vetted this. It's not just like someone sat down with Google Maps. Like, that's how, if I put this together, that's what it'd be like. Hey, there's a green line here. There's a green line there. Take it. And then it turns out it's all, like, covered in grass and tires right. and stuff. Right. Yeah. But uh, it's nice to have someone's perspective and say, hey, this this is going to be okay. You're going to like this. Yeah, yeah. No, and they have um, been a great, like, in terms of also raising awareness about um, locals being being just fantastic champions um and being the window to what is good about biking in that city yeah um yeah they've been um it's it's like i've outsourced my um electronic cartography to them (laughs) good um yeah yeah because they've invested and they know what they're doing so you have to clone fewer of yourselves now yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yeah i don't no need to develop an app for thirty thousand dollars when there's right with gps (laughs) (laughs) that's true well they they do have an app yeah yeah and they have routes and you can use those yeah yeah Uh, i was going to ask you about uh, accommodations hotels airbnb yeah is that what's the plural Airbnb. <laughs> Airbnbs. Um, I, I call them Airbnbs. Yeah. Okay. You're right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking for when you're recommending one? So it's a <laughs> Airbnbs plural. Beds um, and breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Bed and breakfasts. Beds <laughs> and breakfasts. <laughs> um, so you know how they got the air portion, by the way of their no. name no it's an air mattress um oh. yeah so um. they were at RISD, which is rhode island school of design and right. um and um i'm totally gonna mess it not providence is providence? Ducks, right uh, uh i thought it was providence rhode island know. yeah yeah um and i mean is there other cities in rhode island <laughs> not really <laughs> um hate mail to the sprocket podcast <laughs> at gmail.com if you ever want to see the most mansions per capita go to newport go to, oh yeah yeah it's <laughs> insane um huge yeah. Old money. Yeah, old money. Um, but where were we? Airbnb. And um, yeah, what makes a bike-friendly hotel or Airbnb? So I have like six or seven criteria, any of which I'll like just list the hotel or Airbnb. One is obviously they provide bikes for guests. Um, both Airbnbs hotels do that. And um, Airbnb does not have a checkbox for that, unfortunately. And oh. I've I've pinged them multiple times about you yeah. know you have a checkbox for TVs. That's kind of an outdated <laughs> amenity. Like Would yeah. you like to sit in front of a screen for hours. Yeah, <laughs> millennials don't re- really care care about TVs. Do you have Wi-Fi. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, so I'm kind of curating the list of Airbnbs that are bike friendly based on whether the hosts provide bikes. That's the easiest way for me to go about it. Um, Another thing that hotels do is they let you bring your bike into your room. Okay. Some hotels don't let you do that. Yeah. Some hotels that Ooh. give you bikes 
don't let you bring your bike into your room. <laughs> we got our um, own. We don't want any. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to um, use ours. There's bike washing stations that oh. hotels have. Um, maintenance sta- tools and everything like, you know, chain lube. Um, they have bikes for guests or maps for guests, um, which is great. Um, as somebody who comes to a new city, I just, I, sometimes the walking map is like caricaturized and you're like, where is all this stuff? It doesn't, there's no, <laughs> yeah. yeah you can't. I can't find my way through the cartoon geese. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not that big in real life. <laughs> right. Um, and then what else? Um, I'm blanking on some of the other amenities, but yeah, any one, any of those, I, I'm, will happily list a hotel or Airbnb. They're Um, making a special effort to make sure that people can either get out on bikes or bring their own in or something like that. Yeah. Oh, there's some other above and beyond. I just realized, um, so the Mark Hotel in New York City offers custom picnic baskets that the chefs, (laughs) the chef, the chef of the Mark is also somebody who bikes to work every day uh-huh. and he takes the guests out oh, on a bike ride with a picnic. Awesome. Yeah. To really? like central park. Yeah. It's like an amazing service. That's great. Yeah. And then you can race in the route that uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt raced. <laughs> right. When he was, was look at my thighs, rushing something <laughs> look at my in a premium thighs. fashion. Yes. I can't remember the name of the movie. <laughs> premium <laughs> rush. I was, Oh, sorry. Am I like being too naive in uh, Midwestern okay. right our, now? It's our, it's our yeah. old joke. Our yeah. old standby. Uh, no, but that's great. And, uh, Honestly, like a picnic basket full of cheese and, and meat, I'm assuming, or something, or whatever you yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Great. Custom, it's a custom basket. Yeah, yeah. Right? There's like you a checkbox just... and oh, wow. you like, yeah. yeah, it's just like the um, food uh, or what am I saying? Room service. Yeah. Sort of thing, except you um, except go on a bike, bike instead service. of stay in your room. Yeah. yeah. Picnic service. Cheese yeah. and meat for me, please. Oh, and bike valets. <laughs> yeah. They really? actually exist. Yeah. At hotels. A Fairmont. No. Um, yeah, Fairmont in Vancouver, just right up the road from y'all. Um, Pacific Rim has a bike valet and they have 30 bikes, four like bike trailers. Yeah. Like... Vancouver, Washington? No, no. sorry. Oh, okay. um, Vancouver, BC. BC. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The big one. Yeah. Not the real um, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just um, kidding. But they, but it, the, the valet knows he bikes to work every day too. So he knows exactly where to tell people. He's not sending you down one way streets, the wrong way uphill. Right. Like right um, up the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> That'll piss off some locals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's one of the um, things in Seattle that like, I still never quite got was how a lot of times the bike path or, or bike street ran counterwise to traffic. Oh, contraflow lanes. Or counterflow. Yeah. 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 yeah Boston. That's um, kind of on the uptick too. Yeah. You guys have a few of them here. One or two, yeah. Yeah, um, just a couple. I'm trying to yeah. think of where they are now. There's a I lot don't, in I don't New- ride those streets. <laughs> There's a lot in New York too. They just have to um cuz they have limited space. So, it's a yeah. way to to create a safe network yeah. without um without just splashing a sharrow on the street. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and some sometimes people like barriers better than paint. Yeah. Depends on who you are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, if you're a bike messenger, I can't imagine you liking um, infrastructure. Um, or if you're like a 60-year-old from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're the kind of street belongs to you um, yeah. and nobody else. Um, but if you're like me, I like riding with my with my daughter and or being able to ride next to my husband in a very civilized, casual way, not have to worry about um, cars. And a lot of how Getting you design mad. these routes and, and what you're looking for in, in routes around cities 
has to do with being able to go out with your whole family, right? Yeah, yeah. It's um, all designed for the most vulnerable person, whether it be my 65-year-old mom um, or my 7-year-old daughter. Um, I might have got my mom's age wrong a little bit. That's okay. Um, (laughs) But your mom is not a 65-year-old man from Massachusetts. Exactly. She just doesn't want to deal with cars (laughs) buzzing her. It's not fun for her. Yeah, no. And so if I design for them, then it's fun for everybody. And if somebody actually really likes Risk, then they can go off and do their own thing. They're already biking. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, Yeah. they would already. Yeah, they're already um, well served at this point by tons of like 30 (laughs) years of spandex history. So Strava. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, it's, um, it's really great to um, find all of the very low stress routes. Um, you guys have a ton here, so it's, it's an easy, easy job for me to publish a bike map in Portland. Um, cause there's an actual network, um, and it's still growing. Um, so every year you guys, you guys wow me. Some cities like Milwaukee, I love Milwaukee, but they're just like kind of stalling on the, on the, yeah. Um, so you're saying I shouldn't visit. I thought they were posed to over, to overtake us. Milwaukee? Yeah. Minneapolis. No, no. Minneapolis like has been ahead of us for a long time. And then, then we overtook them. You guys are kind of <sighs> neck and neck, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, We're fighting about it. <laughs> you, guys have, um, you guys have more bike-friendly businesses and just more of a bike. Yeah. I don't know. Just more of a culture around biking, whereas Minneapolis, I think, has m- probably more people who bike. Um, and In I mean, secret? Um, or just like, it's just like the Scandinavian German way of life. Like that's how people grew up. It's not an identifier. Right. No, no. It's just, it's like you ask somebody from the Netherlands, like, why do you bike? And they're like, um, why do I breathe? Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's like a non-issue. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, the curation of routes is, um, one of my favorite parts because too often you get people publishing bike maps that i know for a fact if i know my my um good girlfriend who does not want to get on a bike was on that street she would she would never ride again yeah. like it takes one bad experience they're donezo and that's it yep kind of like having a bike lane on 82nd when you go south of here yeah there's some <laughs> there's places couple, down there's there there's a couple spots on 82nd avenue is uh, it like a super highway Yes, yeah, oh, yeah. state highway with state highway at least five lanes all the yes. way across, if not more, in places. And so, yeah, uh, there are certain places where you can ride in a bicycle lane on that street. And I mean, I'm not I'm not ungrateful for the space, but it just seems ill placed. Other people are ungrateful for me. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I was going to ask you too. Uh, you said you're doing some revamping of a lot yeah. of these. You're like uh, going through reevaluating. Is this a lot of work? No, it's, I mean, the bones are there. Um, it's just a matter of making sure that I have all the hotels that are bike friendly in that city, all the tour operators, the bike rental shops. I mean, there's like the biggest growth trend in bike shops is family bike shops, like Clever Cycles here is my, one of my favorites. We do love Clever Cycles. Yeah. Yeah. They're turning 10 soon. Really? Yes. Yay. This June. Yeah. We've gotten a a couple of bikes from them and they're just, they're just fantastic. Um, so like every city now is having a clever cycles and it's just a matter of me finding that out and updating my, the travel guide. And so it's not, it's not, it's fun work. Do you state Um, it like that? This is Milwaukee's clever cycles. (laughs) (laughs) Milwaukee's clever cycles (laughs) is, uh, coast and bikes. (laughs) 
Nice. Yeah. That's a yeah. good name. Coast in Bikes? Yeah, yeah. Coast in. Yeah. It's um, operated by an awesome lady who has a good cargo bike selection. Lovely. Nice. Yeah. And I like it any time a lady gets into the bike business. I feel like there needs to be more of that. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like a level of service. Like you can tell because there's like toys for kids. Like so kids not tugging at your pants the whole time. Like mommy. And like, no, I just want to buy a bike. Get away from me. Um, or like <laughs> <laughs> bathrooms that are hygienic in some way. Um, hygienic. <laughs> women like yeah. bring that element to it. Yes. So, so yeah, there's a, there's a big growth in women, women owned bike shops, but yeah, the travel guides, um, it's just a matter of, um, find figuring out what has been, what's new to the city and, um, and getting updated photography is important, important. Um, and part of the reason I love doing it is just, it's so much fun to bike around a city and find those like great shots of, um, normal people biking. Yeah. Yeah. Does um, that mean you get to go to these places and take these shots? Yep. Yeah. And I'm not the, uh, my husband's a photographer. He's like, you know, what he does for a hobby um, and, and loves doing it. Um, totally unpaid, but <laughs> I try and pay him in other ways. Um, but yeah, he, he is, um, he's great. And he's manages to like, um, he usually rides behind me, but sometimes when he rides in front of me, he like gets great shots that are just like over his shoulder. And yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know how he does it. Um, manages to concentrate on biking, and I've that's seen... why the best shots are always like on a greenway or like um, a path where you don't have to deal with cars. So, because there's no stress. Yeah. Yeah. But you've seen what? Oh, I've seen a lot of people like do those shots and get some really good shots. I can't. I, it, it boggles my mind yeah. how you're able to get such a good shot over your shoulder like that. The best I've ever seen is a woman named Natalia. And I, uh, I'll have to tell her I'm like paying tribute to her. She is like the spitfire of a cyclocross racer. She races cyclocross just to take photography of the of cyclocross yeah wow have you ever done cyclocross uh i've watched it it is i guess we did an alley cross we did alley cross which (laughs) is like cyclocross but it's not quite Uh, as intense there's less mud and there's a road to kind of dry off on afterwards (laughs) but yes yeah it's the most cardiovascular thing Mm -hmm. i've ever done like Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so she not only does the cyclocross but she's like taking pictures and racing back and forth it's a special talent it Um, is yeah yeah so um but yeah, photography is is fun for me. I, I'm the more of the stylist. Like I'm like, because women in general are underrepresented on bikes, and so I'm like, Kyle, there's a woman coming. Like I get so excited. <laughs> Wait, uh, there's a woman with kids. Like yeah. um, there's yeah, it's just or like older couples are just so freaking cute. Um, so I get excited about stuff yeah. like that. And the messaging of an image, like obviously, it's good to include all kinds of people in your pictures because yep. you want to empower everyone to say that like, this is a route for everybody. Yeah. It's yeah. not just for like that dude in Massachusetts. It's for everybody. Right. So, that pulls his socks up too high. And, like, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Roll your socks down. Everybody. That's uh, that's our call to action this week. <laughs> it's not, it's not the rolled up socks. It's like the rolled up white banded socks. That right. Looks like he got them 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's what um, bike snob calls is, the lone wolf. The lone yes. wolf. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, like I do. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. That's, yeah, yeah. And I respect them because um, they, they're they not doing anything special. They're respect just getting, the wolf. Yeah, yeah. They are who they are. Yeah. They are individuals. They, they yeah. are fighting for their identity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But not, to, not typically the person you want to 
show like and trying to get more people to bike not an ambassador for the cause yeah they're an ambassador for like helping helping women like i've been had so many of them stop for flats for me or they're kind they're super kind people but yeah that's good yeah that's good yeah yeah uh vehicular cyclism notwithstanding yeah <laughs> yeah they're sometimes not fun to deal with at public meetings sure because um, i stand up and like i want safe places for my daughter to bike and they're like I every want, place I is want, a safe place i want everybody to get out of my way <laughs> <laughs> right and it's daughter's too slow <laughs> yeah exactly oh man yeah one step at a time i don't mind biking in the door zone i'm like why do you like doing no. mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because you're a dude with high socks <laughs> <laughs> and a, hand, uh, a handlebar mustache. Yeah, well, that gets into the other territory of handlebar um, mustache. Yeah, another. Yeah. That's a whole other segment, right? So, so yes, I was. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of time left, yeah. but I wanted to ask you about multimodal travel because you have been oh, yeah. a lot of different places, a lot of different ways. So uh, maybe could you encapsulate? Maybe it's unfair to ask you to do this on the fly. But could you encapsulate uh, the best thing to know as a person traveling with a bicycle on train, intercity bus, local bus? Um, My number one rule of thumb to convey to people is just pretend like the rules don't apply to you. Ah. I mean, that's the that's the the best advice I can give you. And I just play naive like I don't know the rules because the whole system was not designed to include us as travel um, as travelers that want that want to travel with their bike, and so um, you have to have some flexibility when you bring your bike with you. If that's what we're talking about, um, if you're bringing your bike on a train, bus, or plane, um, you just have to have some flexibility and a back backup plan. Uh, there's been multiple times I've had b- bad interactions, like with a TSA agent that um, I was going to my cousin's funeral and she was like, that's a bike, my Brompton, which folds yeah. up in the overhead compartment oh, yeah. of airlines. And I know it does. And I've yeah. flown multiple times with it. That's not going on the plane. Bikes, not our, our bikes aren't allowed oh, on please air. name the airline. <laughs> it was United. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, not spirit. I think, and, I think but we're it, flying with United out to Hawaii. It actually. wasn't United. It was the TSA agent. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's always the... Um, TSA. Agents. I have so I have had the opposite, except for in Portland and Minneapolis. You oh, guys, yeah. your TSA agents here are fantastic. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They know, well, they know they're just stuff. like chiller, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I like um, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. If you um, you just kind of have to be flexible and um, know kind of the rules that you're getting into, but then also kill them with kindness and uh-huh. just yeah. try and try and figure out a way to get your bike on that <laughs> the other um mode of transportation um yeah for that tsa agent in particular she was like okay put your put your bike in the measuring device whatever that thing is for oh, carry right. on yeah, yeah. and i look at the entire line in front of me and all these uh carry on luggages are just like overstuffed. There's no way she did that to everybody. I'm well, like, yeah. you want to put that package that that suitcase yeah. in this little frame. Right. And so I um I'm like, okay, ready? And I like put it down and I forgot I hadn't used the Allen wrenches to twist the handlebars. Oh. Um, <laughs> so it didn't fit perfectly <laughs> and she's like not going through this line. I was oh. like uh so luckily United did let me check it for free. Oh, that's good for good. that. Yeah, yeah. That's customer service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but but in general, um, 
it's it helps to be a woman. I'm sorry in these no, cases. that's good. Um, <laughs> I think you should, if you know that, you should leverage <laughs> yeah. that to your yeah. advantage. Yep. Yeah, no, it really does. A woman with kids is like the ultimate get out of jail free card. Uh-huh. Or just like with one kid, so they're you don't going look to like... Disneyland. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't care. I'm going east. Yeah, so it. Um, I, I would say that families who travel with bikes have the ultimate like uh, leverage and, sure. and and that, but but yeah, no, it's it's a great way to travel, and it's so much. There's so much freedom in having your bike with you when you arrive. Like mm-hmm. the best airport to fly into is San Diego, um, because you fly in, get your bike. The bike path that's along the coast is like right there outside the airport, right and then it's like ah. ten minutes. Yeah, um, it's it's remarkable. Um, Madison is also kind of like that. Um, I'm trying to think of other great. I was just remembering when I was in San Diego, and that path is there. Yeah, but we had already checked our bikes into uh, Amtrak freight to ship them home, and we were flying to the East Coast, oh. and so we walked down the bike path, and that takes more like you know forty five minutes. Oh yeah, with buckets in hand. So yeah. <laughs> Buckets? Was, yeah, we yeah, used buckets for buckets. panniers back yeah. in the day. It oh. was, uh, yeah. It was yeah. a simpler time for me and my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh but yes, ten minutes sounds lovely. Yeah. yeah. No, and you're right downtown and um there's no cabs to call and you're not subject I don't know, cabs all have these weird LED TVs now. I don't know if they do yeah. that in Portland. I'm just just like, like the seat backs on the planes. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. You, just thought you, you, can, turn, oh. you can turn you those like off when though. You're in, I, <laughs> yeah. It occurs to me. I don't know the last time I've ever ridden in a cab. Yeah. Some. Um, and now you don't have to because yeah. there's Lyft. <laughs> well, yeah. I, okay. But yeah. uh, no, it sounds sounds great. So Megan, thank you so much for coming. I really yeah. appreciate it. I'm sorry yeah. it rained on you. Oh no, no. It's but, always always weather. <laughs> all kinds of weather are awesome. I have to honor my Swedish blood. Yes. Okay. Yes, indeed. We'll uh, have yeah. you in again when we move. Again. Next oh, time to another, to another Airstream location. <laughs> Does everybody know you're in Airstream? Uh, yes, they do. Oh, okay. I hope they do. Uh, we've we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. If they don't, they Anyone haven't been Anyone who watched attention. the Channel 12 News True. Oh, yeah. Is that in our headlines? It is in our headlines. Okay. Oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> Yay. Well, Megan, do you have time to hang out with us for our news and mail? Yeah, sure. Oh, sweet. Oh, All yeah, right. Really? Well, let's roll right Wonderful. into it then. Yeah. All right. uh, before we do, I, I didn't really give you a chance to do a call to action proper. Would you like to tell people to do anything in particular? I would love if people went to, especially locals who are listening to this, um, Portland locals, go to bikeabout.com, check out the Portland Travel Guide, give me criticism, feedback, and if you're interested in curing a route, get in touch with me because I would really like some more routes for portland nice yeah that's uh i haven't had anybody ask for criticism in a long time that's amazing it's part you must of- be a strong person <laughs> <laughs> it's part of being an entrepreneur perfect yeah. yes well that that is the yes it's the uh the crucible in which you were formed yeah. um okay well again thank you so much and it's bikeabout.com yep that's without an e Exactly. B-I-K-A-B-O-U-T. The other one was a Czech Republic racing team. Okay. Well, and you can't fight with that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're ready for the calendar? Yes. Okay. Don't don't ever use that. What do we have on our calendar? (laughs) Um, First up, the second Friday of every month, if you are in the Indianapolis area, Mm -hmm. there is the Indianapolis Bike Party. That's right. Um, in a couple days, March 23rd, the Timber Trail launch party. Yes. Coordinates. The Timber oh. Trail. Do you have a connection? 
Yeah, I saw him talk at the the um, Oregon Bike Partnership meeting, and I was blown away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the PCT, but you can bike on it. Yeah. Yeah, and no one knows. Right now, Yes. no one knows where it goes. Not until the 23rd. Will Thursday, anyone, everyone, everyone can will know. know. Yeah, and you can be there when it happens. Base Camp Brewing. It's going to be great. March 30th. Wolf OR7 Expedition. Yep, as we t- as we Hollywood spoke. Theater. Yes, it was Rachel Picor Valdez that uh, came in to talk to us. I yes. was trying to remember her name last week. And yes, uh, she tracked Wolf OR7 by bike. By bike. And this film is about Wolf OR7. We don't know if there are bikes in the film or not, but... It would be really cool if there was. I think so. I, how couldn't there be, right? Cause, right, because it was about the team. Yeah. Well, it's about the wolf, but the team tracked him. Right? I assume there's some B-roll. Yeah. <laughs> Um, April 15th, 10 a.m. Tax day. Not tax day. <laughs> <laughs> Not this year. Not this year. It's a Saturday. That's why. It's, it's got to be a business day, yes. right? Lads 500. Yes. Get out your jeggings. Have you heard about this? No. It is a century relay. So you don't have to ride 100 miles, but your team collectively has to ride 100 miles around Lad Circle in southeast Portland, which is about... 500 laps. Yes. So it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind as, of blown away by the premise. <laughs> as they say, it's spring. Let's do Let's something, do something stupid. stupid. Yeah. May 5th. Wow. Film by bike. <laughs> film by bike. Every bicycle, Portland bicycle person's high holiday. That's right. And our friend Guthrie, who's going to be stepping in for us <gasps> next week, right? That's right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I won't. This is it. This is this my is, last Bye, day. folks. This is the last Sprocket podcast ever. <laughs> oh, I, I'm so honored. Not, not, not forever. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just going on vacation. Oh. But, <laughs> Guthrie and Steph are going to come in and do a special edition of the Sprocket podcast, which is very nice of them. Yeah. Uh, June 10th, Clever Cycles turns 10. Yes. Yay. Did I say the reason I brought Guthrie up is because he's the guy who picks the films for Film by Bike. Oh, right. Yes. Along with the jury. Do we know anybody in that jury this year? I don't. Um, I know of one of the jurors was a filmmaker for oh. several of the films in the past two years. Is I this believe? the guy from Slovenia? No. 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 Uh, he's from the East Coast. Okay. Yeah. Um, June, where were we? 11th. June Dad's 11th. on vacation. Dad's on vacation. Yes. Go. Get out, get out your uh, cabana wear. That's right. And your binoculars. Pants. And your binoculars. Please yes. do. Yes. I, I think I might go buy a pair of binoculars. Just uh, yes. For... I was just thinking about that yesterday. I want binoculars that can hang around my neck. Yeah. And I've already got the hat, the big wide brim hat. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm going to wear it. Oh, I I don't have a hat. Okay. I'll lend you mine. Maybe I'll use like, you know, one of those like trucker hats. Perfect. You know? Oh, hey, we're getting selfied. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> oh I got sunburnt yesterday. <laughs> All right. Fabulous. Uh... Can we use that? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Um, where were we? June 14th, Bicycle Xmas. Bicycle Xmas. Debranded. Yes. It's for all religions. Go buy a bicycle. E-X-S-M-U-S-S. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Whoever you are, wherever you live. Go buy a bicycle. Yes. For someone you love. That's right. Or for your bicycle. Bicycle Xmas. Uh, July 7th, the Steens Mazama 1000. 1000 miles around Oregon. It's amazing. And July 15th and 16th, the Seattle to Portland. Yes. Slightly shorter and covering two states. <laughs> and lastly, October 6th, the AMLX Challenge. Oh. 
That's right. And AML is Allegheny Mountain Loop? Yes, which is very similar to a lot of these, like, uh, kind of like Dayrond, which we don't have uh, dates for Dayrond here in Portland yet, but we're going to start talking about it. It's probably coming very soon. Uh, uh, yeah, it's usually like in April. But what was the, the slogan for this one, the Allegheny ride? was like, uh, what, no no registration fees, oh, no yeah. support. Um, uh, and what? what uh, hold on, let me. Like let me... Only Glory or something like that? Something, you have it. it was very similar. It to, was. I wish I remembered uh, it now. To what the Dayron's Logan was. Yeah. Slogan was. Yeah. Right. Where was it? Here. Where is Allegheny Mountain? It's over east in coast. yeah the East Coast. Oh, uh, like so. Pit- okay, so it is yeah, that Pennsylvania. Is a, yeah. We just yeah. biked the Allegheny Passage Trail. Oh, really? Yeah, the Great Pit- Allegheny Passage. Yeah, Pittsburgh nice. to DC. That was a huge bucket list thing. Um, three hundred forty miles, car yeah. free. Car free. Yeah, it's uh, fantastic. Our friend Tim Mooney from Pedal Shift talks about that uh, incessantly as a great place to ride. Oh, it's and fantastic! I, I want to go. All the so. tunnels and um, bridges, and yeah, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, the best thing America has in terms of a long-distance um, car-free bike tour. Yeah. Yeah. And you're saying Tim Mooney is not a liar. <laughs> I know. Who's Tim Mooney? <laughs> <laughs> Tim Mooney from the Pedal Shift Project at oh, pedalshift.net. Okay. At least oh, great. in this instance. I know. Okay. He's done a CNO Canal, uh, like a guide to the CNO Canal uh, as far as bike oh, touring and riding yeah. out there from D.C., out to wherever it goes to, which I am currently forgetting, but I know it connects to the Great Allegheny Passage Trail, which yeah. goes all the way to Pittsburgh. Yep. So yeah, no, we did both, and so now I have to look him up so I can. Oh yeah, he's a good guy. Make sure we know about each other. He's a good guy. Pedalshift.net. Okay, pedal. Where was that? That would be the Pedalshift.net. The Pedalshift.net. Is it? No, oh, no. Just Pedalshift.net. Yes. Thank you. Aren't you glad we said this so many times? <laughs> did you like, find the slogan? I didn't. Okay. All right. So, well, no worries. No. We're gonna we're gonna get to that next week. I'll mention it next week. So no, that's... I won't. <laughs> I won't mention it next okay. week. Okay. All right. That's a promise. I won't be here. All right. And so that brings us to the end of our calendar. Of course, yes. you can be a part of the calendar. If there's anything you think people should know about, send it our way. All right. Which brings us to... you got to love that baritone sax. It's a great that. baritone yeah. sax. Brings us to our headlines. Oh, that was, that was disappointing. So the bottle was supposed to make a noise when it opens. Okay. <laughs> What's in our headlines? That First of all, all right. kombucha does not make a noise. It, well, it didn't in this particular <laughs> instance. Usually it does. What do we have? Usually it does a little. Uh, first up. Little piece of personal news. Yes. We were on the television. It's true. We're also on the internet. The TV on the internet. We are We are now on the... Well, we've always been on the internet. Right, but, but we're now we're on, on the TV. On TV internet. Yes. But not Netflix. Different than Netflix. <laughs> Kill your Netflix. <laughs> um... Do you want to talk about this? Uh, should, sure. Should I well, say something Well, we just released an episode it? with our interview because a guy came in from KPTV and did a little uh, you know, public interest segment on us. And, uh, and incidentally, like, yeah. with, some, with, well, with Sarah Iannarone. Uh-huh. Um, do you hear that noise? I do. By the way? Okay. I do. There's a noise. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's probably okay. it's our, our, most, our most high-profile guest. Yes. The once and future so, queen of Portland. 
Correct. And she was featured on, on our episode in which they were videotaping us. So they cut it into like a three-minute segment. So how on, fortuitous was that? Yeah. Went on TV. Uh, people I knew saw it on TV, and more people saw it on the internet. But uh, it's out there if you want to see it. So we have a link to that. And you can listen to the entire interview with uh, James Sparks from KPTV. And cool. uh, we put that out. Also, I released that with bonus material. I was at the oh, no. at Southeast Division. Oh, of that's 12. right. Yes. On um, Transit Driver Appreciation Day? Yes. Also yeah. known as St. Patrick's Day this year. No. Uh, so I went out and I hung out. Terry from the Beer Mongers Cyclocross team was there. And Sean, oh, cool. proprietor of the Beer Mongers, was also there. So I talked to both of them uh, on mic. And then uh, so we, that's all bundled together that's into cool. a, kind of a special release. Uh, so that's out. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. So I think that's all we need to say about that. We've talked about ourselves quite enough. <laughs> yes. Um, and last and secondly, from Tim Mooney. Tim Mooney. Of Pedalshift.net. Of what? Pedalshift.net. Uh-huh. I got it right this time. Yes. <laughs> he says, this came to us from the Washington Post. He says, look at D.C. being all PDX-y. What, really? Yes. The nation's capital? Yes. More like Portland than we thought? A little... I would say they may have out Portland, Portland. Oh, my goodness. In, In what way? D.C. wants employers to pay workers not to drive to work. No way. Yes. Nice. What? Yes. You're, you're talking about a subsidy. A subsidy to bike to work. Much, so, like, much like parking subsidies. That's ridiculous that exactly. anyone would receive a subsidy exactly. to go to work. That's never happened, has it? <laughs> right. So... Um, <laughs> So DC has been subsidizing parking, yeah. uh-huh. and for people who are not driving to work, they are now passing a law to, or some, I don't know if law is the right word. They're passing something. A referendum. A referendum. A, a Ordinance. A thing, sure, <laughs> um, to uh, compensate the people who are not driving to work. That's a for weird the, idea. The the money that would normally have been paid for. Where's that money going to come from? Uh, What's going to happen to all of our public funding? This is, is going right. to drain the coffers of our country. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have it, sir. I think the I average won't. cost of parking per space nationally is fifty thousand dollars per um, space. Per, what per, per space. space? Why did anybody tell me about this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fund the bicyclists. Fund them. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fantastic. That's yeah. a really good idea. I know there have been certain employers here in Portland that have done this yeah. on the private sector. They're, I think maybe in city employees may also receive some sort of bonus or stipend for not driving to work. But uh, in a lot of places, you know, it's like it's just taken you as just read. just assume that, yeah. We need these parking spaces in this parking tower. Yeah. And uh, for someone like our nation's capital – to, to to be okay with reimbursing bicyclists. This is a step in the right direction. Yeah. I am okay yeah. with that. So Council Member Charles Allen uh, from Ward 6 says, Ward I can six. much more easily rationalize hopping in my car and driving downtown when I get a free parking spot. But if my employer says we're going to give you parking spot or we can give you transit benefits or cash if you bike to work, then I have the flexibility to make the choice that is best for me. Yeah. Which that's, is biking. It's a great idea. I, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we may not have subsidized parking at our employer. We do not. But what we do have. We got mail. Hey, we got mail. And you said we wouldn't get all FMDJ. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> uh, all right. First up, we got a series of tweets uh, between 
Oregon history and Sebastian Poole. Oh, yeah? What did they say? Well, in in uh, response to our spot on the TV, the Oregon TV. history says, wait for the KGW news segment where Brock and Aaron tow that sweet-ass stream PDX studio with their bicycles. Ah, Doug, you're <laughs> so crazy. That's impossible. <laughs> and Sebastian Poole retweets back, you could do it. What? Yes, and sends us a picture of this guy. An airstream being pulled being, by a... Yes, pulling his airstream. Sebastian Poole, his... you crazy. <laughs> That's great. I love it. You know you know what that means is like if we do end up moving this thing... Someday we need to do we're this. We're going to have to do this by bike or yeah. we're just going to like get endless you know criticism right somebody photoshopped that <laughs> like impossible that would lift the know. biker up in the air well you know what we have to do then what's that we have to photoshop our, ourselves <laughs> onto this trailer done and done okay sounds good give me a green screen um josh g captioned our screenshot from the kgw oh yeah uh, website says uh Aaron wistfully remembers his first podcast ever. You do have kind of a wistful look on your face in that shot. Which is interesting because that same shot, uh, another friend of ours looked at it. And to me, he said, you looked most unenthused to be there, right? Now. <laughs> Looking so, up kind of in disdain, like, yes. I can't believe I'm on the TV. He, he interpreted this in a very different light. <laughs> and so, I'm, I'm looking down with my mouth half open. So <laughs> they, they did choose like a very interesting still. Right, <laughs> right. Pull. And so, I look pudgy. I, no, I shouldn't have worn plaid. No, you don't no. look pudgy. No, plaid. You look fine. All those lines, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky. But this this... Is got me given me an idea. Uh huh. Um, I don't know if this is call to action or contest or what we would call this, but anyone listening to this episode, get this picture and caption the picture. Oh, okay, there we go. And I don't know. I'll give you something. Okay. I'll send you. I'll there send we you. go. You I'll have to guarantee. To, to mail you, to something mail you. will arrive yes. in the mail. Even if it's just me writing on a white t-shirt with a Sharpie. There we go. <laughs> I'll Perfect. get you something. Perfect. But yes. um, a Oh, yeah. A letter of praise from Gregory B. Says, let me say, I don't know what it is, but I find you guys fucking hilarious. Oh, Gregory. thanks, man. Also, I found your show, Non-Survey Taker, through the Pedal Shift Project Ooh. with the very endearing Tim Mooney. Pedalshift.net. Yes. Uh, he's a history teacher, and at the end of each school year, he w he tries to do a bike tour. This year in July, he's going to depart from San Jose via the Starlight Express to Portland and bike out to the coast and start heading south. Nice. He has a couple questions for us. Uh-huh. One, I fear I will not have enough time in to Portland, not enough time in Portland, but enough time to Portland. A verb. Yes. Be it beer mongers or mini mini or any of the other establishments I've heard mentioned on your show. I just don't have enough time to hit them all. That's okay. Which How many I days? Say, I don't know. He hasn't yeah. said. Yeah. He didn't say. Mm. But I, I do know say. of a great website he could go to to find out what he <laughs> could do while go. he's in town. What a perfect oh, tie-in. Bikeabout.com. Yes. Bike yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I would say you need at least five days, but you can do your favorites, I think, in two or three. The cynical side of me is like, well, don't Portland. 
<laughs> just get it's out of here. It's a tease. <laughs> <laughs> just, just hang out. Like you know, I don't know. Stop at the first burrito stand that you see. Like Los Gorditas, uh, maybe over or, on Southeast or, Division and Twelfth. Yeah, and you know while right you're there, the you could stop in and grab yourself a beer at the at beer mongers because they've got great drafts. There's an enormous stick on the ceiling, and they've got cans and bottles from and all over will, the place. They allow it outside food. Yes. That's right. So you can bring that burrito inside. I would definitely say if all you can do while you're in Portland is go to the beer mongers at Southeast Division and 12th, we'll meet you there if we can. If we, yeah, yes. <laughs> schedules permit. If we're here. Uh, second, his route at this point is to head to, to Beaverton on the 8, take that and eventually catch the 6 to Tillamook. The, the Highway 6. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because the, uh, the bus or the max will <laughs> the, take you the out number, to... <laughs> the number six bus will not take you to Tillamook. <laughs> it won't take you to the coast. But that is the best route, I think, in my opinion, for bicycling to the coast. Granted, when you land in Tillamook, you still have like five miles to go to the actual ocean. But yes. uh, it is, the, I think, the widest shoulder, the quietest road comparatively the of all the options. I think Highway 6 is a great way to get out there. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone what? loves the Nestucca River Trail. Oh, yeah. It's a what's the not a trail future salmonberry trail. trail. Salmonberry trail is on the way, but it's going to be like ten years. Oh before yeah, it's actually... I was just talking to an organizer today about that. Yeah, yeah, they had some landslides and they need to deal right. with those now too. Yeah, and that's going to be gravel too, so not everybody's yeah. bag. Right, uh, but it will be great when it's open. So yeah, yeah, I'll start recommending that as soon as it's an option. <laughs> Please, thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, this came to us uh, from Keith H in Indy. What's up, Keith H? says, Sarah is rad, and if she ran for mayor in Indy, I would totally vote for her. And cheers to her for shouting out the Indy Cultural Trail. Oh, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, you've been there. Yeah, I we that's my first time using Spinlister. Do you Ooh. know Spinlister? Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. It's the first time, and it was perfect. The person let, just left it on a bike rack with the combo lock. I can't Easy. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's just like Airbnbs with the combo to get the key out. Um, Air, bike, and bike. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, like, they Air, position themselves as Airbnb for bike rentals. Or Air, bikes, and yeah. bikes. Or <laughs> How do you pluralize it? Bikes and, yes. But the cultural trail is fantastic. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Indianapolis will be a city. Is uh, it paved? And, and bike about, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and Very it's good. separated, too, which is the key, between nice. biking and walking. Right. Yeah. And no ordinance against drinking outdoors. Right. Right? Same, same with Hood River. Oh, my. Oh, that's right. I've heard about this. Have you tested this? That did not make my Excel spreadsheet on livability. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did not even know that was an option. It's on the top of my things <laughs> right to test when I get out Being there. Being able to walk, like, take a casual yeah. walk with a glass of wine, I'm uh-huh. sorry, is like, <laughs> or a beer. Yeah. 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 Or a mixed cocktail. <laughs> I'm going to go out and try that. You should. Yeah, because, I mean, why not? Yeah. No, it's it's so nice to be down <laughs> at the beach and just um, just have your own, like, cans of beer and because whatever you want. you can. Yeah. Yeah. This is, Wow. Let's do an event. Yeah. Let's ride, some ride out up. to Hood River. Let's charter like, a bus with uh, with a designated driver, and then everybody can go out and just like walk around outside. Well, if you rode out to Hood River, you and, can stay there. And then you could stay there or ride part of the way back and stay at Thunder Island. True. Well, I have a, actually a plug for y'all. You need to have the beer cycling couple on. Um, yeah. Do you know about beer cycling? We haven't no. heard about them yet. So they started out doing uh, Belgium beer tours uh-huh. um and it's pretty popular and the for this spring they're starting a portland to the gorge beer route Ooh. and so um 
you both need to do it and you need to get Evan and Claire in yes. um, to interview them. Very good. Yeah. Are you writing this down? <laughs> I don't have a pen. Yes. You have a it's thing? It's written. <laughs> it's also who's hosting me tonight. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> perfect. Well, and, and I do know that for a long time, the coast, or excuse me, the gorge route, uh, you can bike a certain way yep. and out to like Thunder Island, basically, out to Cascade Locks. And then the trail kind of fizzles out for a while. Yeah. But they're building more extensions Yeah, they slowly. just got $120 million. Um, yeah, I'm on the kind of the action committee for the Columbia Gorge Highway. There we go. Yeah, it's going to be like Glad the you're there. Danube of the U.S. one day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the blue Danube <laughs> of the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also said um, a few episodes back, I made a statement that Portland is the only city that has a bike culture. <laughs> it's, it happens. Don't worry. Uh, the only city that has a bike culture. He says, I think the video Glenn Kubish's coffee outside talk is a perfect rebuttal to Aaron's statement. <laughs> and yes, I immediately regretted it as soon as I said it, but it was already out of my mouth and I was... Willing to be proven wrong, if for nothing else. It takes a big man to admit that they are right. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If for nothing else, now I know that, you know, there's cycling centers and cycling cultures out there, which is always encouraging to hear about. That's right. Yes. I We, we like hearing about that wherever it pops up. Yes. Yeah. Um. Next up, Ethan Georgie. About going car-free um, in relation to Tim Mooney's Little Missus. That's right. Um, yeah, about going now going car-free. He says, about a year ago, um, his car needed to go to the mechanic. Oh, this was a car that um, would, he said, weeks would go by without the car moving because he commutes there in Albany, right. New York. Um, he says, about a year ago, the car needed to go to the mechanic, beginning with replacing the battery, which died because... The car was not being used. Mm -hmm. They found a ton of other things that needed to be replaced. We were somewhere around $800 estimate when they told me that animals had eaten through the electrical system. Animals. Which would happen when your car just sits still. Okay. It would cost 250 just to evaluate the extens how extensive the damage was. Just to look at it. So I donated the car, went car-free. I worked harder to bike out of town to go camping or hiking. Options were limited. I struggled to take the bus or the train to other cities with varying amounts of success. Albany doesn't really have ways to get out of town without a car. And there is a small car share program, which only works really for grocery shopping and not feasible for camping gotcha. or going out to the mountains. Uh, so this year, I plan to buy a, a new car. Nice. Or um, local car rentals are actually really great alternative, too. Like, Enterprise is $30 a day. That's Which not, I find super yeah. cheap for a weekend getaway. Yeah, yeah. That's what our that's our that the way we I, outsourced our car ownership. Yeah, you you rented no, you rented car to go. I've used all days. kinds of yeah. different yes. services. Yeah, it depends. I, there's a lot of options out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to do the math. It, sometimes, depending on where you live and what's available to you, sometimes owning a car is the cheapest way to go. Yeah, uh, but it, I've always. Uh, I've always said, I have never said anything different than this. <laughs> I, I think it's most important that uh, you you check on like what works for you. Because uh, if there's something that will keep you living the life you want to live while also allowing you to ride your bike, you know, like that's the thing. Uh, simplify as much as you can. Get rid of whatever you don't need and keep the stuff that you do. And that's, that's the line for me. Yeah. So 
Moral judgment delivered. <laughs> All right. So next up, we got a few tweets here. Uh, Heather says, thanks to the Sprocket podcast. I know tomorrow, actually a while back, Friday, is Transit Drivers Appreciation Day. That's right. Be nice to your drivers all the time. Indeed. Not just on Transit Appreciation Day. Yep. Harry H. says, Sarah for P... Oh, regarding Sarah for PDX, how the hell did I not know about Arlita Library Bakery and Cafe? Good biscuits. First place I'm stopping at the next time I'm in town. Mm-hmm. Great show. Uh, Sebastian... 72nd Luce. and Herald. Yes. Southeast. <laughs> Mount Scott Arlita. It's yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. I have not had their biscuits and gravy. Right, because they're not vegetarian. Because, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Sebastian also writes again to us, uh, Aaron, maybe you might find tire talc helpful with your tire situation. Uh, it's a talcum powder for mm. inside your tires yes. so that uh, they slide around um, the tube a little bit easier. Less getting stuck. Yes. He also says, I don't know if Universal Cycles is cool in Portland, but it's where I go to get sundries because our local shops are not as well equipped. And it is where I go for my parts and whatnot. They always have the tools, or excuse me, the tires I need and the tools I need when other shops do not. I've always likened them to like the auto zone of bikes. Get in the zone. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Like if I need a part, um, because I generally do most of my own tinkering. Yes. They're where I go. Um, if I'm going to, you know, need some service or, you know, um, a, a helmet or other more bikey things, then I would go to my other local bike local. shop. They're all my local bike shops. <laughs> you know what AutoZone is really good for? It's finding kind-hearted rednecks to give you a, a lift. There oh, you yeah. go. <laughs> when you're, like, at the end of the day and yeah. you've had way too many miles and you just can't, like, fathom going another 20. Get I just in can't the zone take anymore. And get yeah. yourself a ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who will not accept money for what he just did? Was, well, that sounds perfect. R- rural, Pennsylvania, rural Pennsylvania, the guy was just like heart of gold. Oh, that's nice. great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lastly, Edward M., also on my flat tires, says, It is possible to change tires with your tire levers and not get a flat. I used to be a motorcycle mechanic and had to change lots of dirt bike tires with tire levers. The technique is not to let the tire go past 90 degrees when levering the tire on the wheel. Okay, so don't, like, lever it all the way on. Yes. Lever it just enough to be able to push it on with your thumb. Yeah. Okay. Good tip. Well, hey, this is a good show. Uh, Good time to close out. Thank you, Megan, so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. So, such a pleasure being here. And again, people should go to where on the internet? Bikeabout.com, spelled without the E. That's right. Yep. And all the good stuff is there. Yep. So we wish you the best as you revamp and uh, looking Thank forward you. to hearing more from you sometime. Come back someday. Yeah. yeah. No, we're here in Portland often. Very good. Yeah. yeah. And we hope to be in Hood River more often. Yeah. So. <laughs> for some for some casual um, walking and drinking. Yes. And for the scenery. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It the really more is. you walk and drink, the better the scenery gets. That's right. And you can take the bus there on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yep. So I got to do that someday. <laughs> If I'm ever free on a Tuesday and Thursday. Okay, here comes the end. The Sprocket Podcast is produced at Stream PDX Community Audio Studio. 
thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text, really, to 503-847-9774. Twitter at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Herb Bird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to sustaining donors Logan Smith, Shadowfoot. Katharina Melongard, Wayne Norman, Doug Robertson, Ethan Georgie, Justin Martin, Eric Iverson, Cameron Lean, Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney, Orange and Purple, Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Jim Gooden, Eric Weiss, Doug Cohen Miller, Todd Parker, Chris Gonzalez, Dan Gebhardt, who's a time traveler, Zoe Campania, Dave Nose, Chris Smith, Christy Kaster, Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley, Peanut Butter Jar Matt, Patrick Archain, Sebastian Poole, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom, Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder, Anna, Krista, John Wasserman, Happy Birthday Anna, Andre Johnson, Chris, or <laughs> King of Division. Chris of Division. Chris of Division. <laughs> Josh Sisson. Richard G. Guthrie Straw. Brandon Shelby. Andre Johnson. Oh, wait. I already said that. Campsite. Aaron Green. <laughs> Mac Nurse David. Kathy at Cycling, Walking, Eating, Talking. Nathan Poulton. Chris Rawson. Rory in Michigan. Michael Flournoy. Jeremy Kitchen. David Belay. Tim Coleman. Mr. T. Harry Hugo. Ed Whitman. E.J. Finner. And Col- uh, Paul Culbertson. Brad Hipwell. Thomas Skato. Christopher Barnett. Keith Hutchison and Tom Beninati. Uh, he told us how to pronounce it. And we still screwed it up. <laughs> and all of our former donors whose names we've slaughtered and helped us get this far. Now brush your teeth. And before you go to bed, check out the Lumberjack Kickstarter for our 2017 album. If you want to pre-order my band's disc, it's happening. So that, that's a thing. And if you want to pre-order my food to go and send it to my address... <laughs> I don't know where I was going. That's with right. That. You're going to stuptownlumberjack.com. <laughs> now, Thank brush you. your teeth and go to bed. No, it's awesome. Oh, I get some more jackassery every day. You have no idea.